This is the Tao of Christ, and I'm Marshall Davis. In this podcast, I explore the mystical roots of Christianity, which Jesus called the Kingdom of God, which church historian Evelyn Underhill called the Unit of Life, and which Richard Rohr calls the Universal Christ, and which I refer to as Christian non-duality, unitive awareness, or union with God. This is the Tao of Christ. Good afternoon. This is Marshall Davis. This is another beautiful autumn day up here in New Hampshire. Just came back from a hike in the woods to a pond near us. So I thought I would record another episode of these talks on non-duality. And today I'm going to be talking about non-duality in the Gospel of John. I'm going to begin today a study going throughout the Gospel of John, interpreting it as a proclamation of Jesus' message of non-duality. Last time I gave you a little bit of background on the Gospel. Today I'm going to get into the text itself. The Gospel of John begins with the beginning. It repeats the famous words of Genesis 1, in the beginning, But instead of telling a dualistic story of creation, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, it says this, in the beginning was the word. Instead of a story, it has a poem that describes how this present dualistic world came to be and how it is in reality non-dual. Let me read the first few verses for you. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. In the beginning was the Word, It says, what does the author mean by the word? Now, as this first chapter continues, it becomes clear that he's talking about Christ. Not just the human Jesus, though, but the universal Christ who was at the beginning of the universe. Later in this gospel, Jesus affirms this interpretation of his true nature, saying, Before Abraham was, I am. The word that was in the beginning was, I am. The non-dual truth at the heart of the Gospel of John is articulated in the words, I am. That is the Gospel of the Gospel of John. This I am is what is meant in the Gospel of John, when it uses the word God. It says that clearly here. It says the word was God. The statement is not just affirming the divinity of Christ, the way traditional Christianity interprets it. This is affirming the identity of God. God is the word I am, which in the Greek language is literally one word which is pronounced I-me. 
Sometimes this phrase is two words in order to emphasize the I, ego I me. The words from which the universe was formed, through which all things were made, is I am. If you have to sum up the message of Jesus in the Gospel of John, it is I am. In Chinese spiritual tradition, this original divine word is Tao. The oldest and still most popular Chinese translation of the New Testament translates the opening words of John's Gospel this way. In the beginning was the Tao. The Tao was with God and the Tao was God. In Indian spiritual tradition, this word is Aum, which is said to originate as a sound of breath. Similarly, the word for breath in both Hebrew and Greek is found in the Bible, is the same as the word for spirit. Aum is the word chanted before a spiritual recitation in Hinduism, Buddhism, and Jainism. The syllable is often found at the beginning and the end of chapters in the Vedas and the Upanishads and other Hindu texts. In the Torah, the word is Yahweh which is also said to be the sound of a breath. This word Yahweh is said to be unpronounceable. and Jews will not pronounce it to this day when they are reading the Torah. This unpronounceable and unknowable word means, according to the Torah, I am, or I am that I am. This is the word, the eternal word referred to at the beginning of the Gospel of John. It is the primordial essential unity out of which the diversity of the universe emerged. It is non-duality out of which duality came without changing the essential unity. We find the emergence of the duality of temporal existence in these opening words. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. So we have here the Word identical to God, but it also says the Word was with God. And to be with God implies duality. It means there's two. Here we have the emergence of two from one. And then there is the progression of everything else in the universe from this two. It says all things were made through him, meaning the word. And without him nothing was made that was made. Most translations use the personal pronoun him here. But in Greek the pronoun is simply referring to the masculine word logos, word. In English, as best translated, all things were made through the Word, and without the Word, nothing was made that was made. The whole universe came forth from the One and the Two. This creation account in John's Gospel reminds me of the Tao Te Ching, which says the Tao begot One, One begot Two, Two begot Three, and three begot the ten thousand things, and the ten thousand things in Chinese philosophy refers to the universe. 
The Tao Te Ching says that the universe came from the three, which sounds amazingly like the Christian concept of the Trinity. In Christian theology, all three persons of the Trinity are said to have a role in the creation of the universe. This shows how amazingly connected these spiritual traditions of the world are. They are talking about the emergence of multiplicity from unity, duality from non-duality. Then John says, In this word was life, and the life was the light of humans. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. You know, I read this, and I thought of scientific documentaries about the Big Bang that began the universe. I'm sure you have seen those on PBS. Science says that there was originally one undifferentiated unity called the singularity, which sounds a lot like non-duality, out of which came light and then eventually life. This word life is used throughout the Gospel of John as shorthand for eternal life. The Gospel here is not just talking about biological life coming about as a product of creation. There is a Greek word for that type of life, if that was what he meant, bios. But the word used here is zoe, which is spiritual life, eternal life, divine life. To know divine life is what is called salvation in Christianity. In other spiritual traditions, it is known as nirvana or moksha or enlightenment or waking or awakening or liberation. This is what the Gospel of John calls life. It says that the word is life. In other words, I am is eternal life. To know this is life, and this life is the light of humans, it says. It's no accident that we get the word enlightenment from the word light. To see all things by the light of I am is enlightenment. It is eternal life. It says, and the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. This light of I am shines in the darkness of the human condition. This poem of creation is so much more than a rehash of how the physical universe came into being. It is so much more than the unscientific creationism that is espoused by so many Christians today. This is talking about the spiritual condition of humanity. It's saying that humans are living in darkness. They do not see the light. It says they did not comprehend it. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. Another word for this is ignorance. Not being able to see this light is to live in ignorance and spiritual darkness. The solution to this darkness is the light of I am. To see the light and walk by the light of the word is life. Now that phrasing sounds like it could have been said by an evangelical Christian. 
And it is very Christian, and it should sound Christian because it is, but it's not talking about the Bible, which is what most Christians mean when they, mean, when they use the word word. So many Christians call the Bible the word and treat the Bible as a substitute for God. That is idolatry. The Bible itself never calls itself the word of God. That is a later human invention, human term for the Bible. When the Bible talks about the word, it is talking about divine direct inspiration, not secondhand repetition of something that someone once said or once experienced long ago. God is the Word. Christ is the Word. The most the Bible says about sacred writings is that certain books are inspired by God and useful. That's it. The concept of a book as, a, as the Word of God is just a subtle way that humans have of pushing God away, of distancing themselves from God by placing a book between them and God and thereby avoiding God, avoiding direct experience of the divine. That is bibliolatry, idolatry of the Bible. It's a formula for remaining stuck in duality, in darkness, which is exactly where most of Christianity is. This prologue of John says the Word is God. The Word is I Am. This is the word from which the universe was born. This word is life, and this life is the light of humans. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness does not comprehend it. To hear and recognize this word is to wake up to eternal life. That's it for today. Grace and peace to you. That is the Tao of Christ for today. Thank you for listening. You can access other episodes of this podcast at thedowofchrist.com. You can also find these podcasts in video format at my YouTube channel at christiannonduality.net. My blog, Spiritual Reflections, can be found at marshalldavis.us. There you will also find a link to my books and my email address. Join me next time for another episode of The Tao of Christ.